Are you ready? Here we go. Test one, two, test one, two. I feel like I'm bouncing from cloud to cloud. Wow, we're ridiculous. So stay tuned. I like what we're doing. Or don't. Oh, that might be my favorite thing to ever happen. <laughs> Is this not the coolest <laughs> thing you've ever heard? Well, how about this? Yes. Hold up. It's the Pepper and Dylan After Show Show Podcast. Welcome to the After Show Show. Today is November 3rd, 2021. Christmas just around the corner. This is your reminder, as I like to do from time to time. Yeah. Start shopping now. Yeah. You always tell me when I when I go real early with start shopping now, you're like, oh, it's too early. Yeah. But you'll thank me. Yeah. Start shopping now. And you know what? One of the best gifts you can give yeah. is a subscription to our podcast. Yeah, it Maybe is. It's, it's absolutely free. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You got it. Did you, speaking of those gifts, um, Leanne, our program director, just celebrated 15 years with this company. Yes. Did you hear what she said? I wasn't listening. You didn't notice? No. So- it's, you know, when, when you celebrate a milestone with employers, sometimes they'll send you something. I think when we hit five years here, because we were five years here, and then several years other places, but five years here, they were nice enough because they own the shopping network or the sh- the shopping channel. We didn't get like 150 bucks? Yeah, they sent us a gift card. I think to I got a kettle. The shopping channel. Like, that's pretty cool, I got right? a Fitbit. Mm-hmm. You got a fi- okay, right? Like, that's pretty good, yeah, right? What did you yeah, end up here's, uh, I still haven't used it yet. Oh. But anyway... Lee, they've they've changed a little bit lately. This company, and for fifteen years, they planted a tree in her name. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's what you got. Where is the tree? I don't know. Oh. I, but that's what they did. Like, congratulations! In fifteen years, in your name, we've planted a tree. I I would like that. That would be nice to have a tree somewhere so you could go visit. So for Christmas, if I gave you, uh, if I made a donation on your behalf, you're okay with that? Depends where you're donating. Would you ask for proof? Yes. Would you? Yeah, because you could just say it and that's weak. But if you made a donation, like that was actually something that I cared about deep down. Yeah. I'd like that. Like if you what? donated to food, I'm like, <laughs> good for you. Good for you. What kind of proof would you need? Like, like, like an actual certificate sample? from the charity yeah. that oh. I donated to. Oh, I see. Yeah, right? like when someone, you can't just say, hey, babe, for our second year anniversary, I got you a star. Right. And then like they didn't pay for a star. They just said, I got you a star. Right. Like that, that's weak. Although I think but getting someone a star is pretty weak too. It yeah. is because nobody owns the stars. You know, my brother owns property on the moon. Huh? He does, right? Yeah, yeah but yeah. who owns the moon? I, How I, do you buy uh, property? I don't think it's legit. No, I think but someone's I think just he selling it. Thinks it's legit, <laughs> and I have a feeling that now that Elon Musk and uh, and uh, Jeff Bezos are kind of getting closer to going to the moon, right. and setting up t- uh, camp on the moon, I think he's just hoping they land on his turf because <laughs> he ain't selling. Start charging. You tell him. the bank I ain't selling. I <laughs> already <laughs> bought it a long time, like years ago. You know, when he first kind of went out on his own and finished school, and he thought it was a real good property investment to buy space on the moon. He actually bought. It on no, he actually zone? bought it as an investment, and because they would sell it at like like novelty kind of stands, funny. at like <laughs> like home shows or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he bought, I think, an acre on the moon. And I remember thinking, "What are you doing? Like, you bought an acre on the moon?" He's like, "Yeah, they're going to need it at some point." Now, to his credit, he might be right. <laughs> they might actually be using that land at some point, but I don't think it's going to hold up in court when Jeff Bezos wants that acre of moon land. Right? No. no. There's this thing, and I was listening on a podcast. I wish I knew what it was called, um, but they're starting to sell like memes and stuff now. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that's called um, what is non fungible tokens, yep. NFTs. Yeah, NFTs. Yep. This is a huge thing. All of a sudden, right. like you can sell memes and you can sell like things that get uh, played on the internet, and then that could be something you can buy. Yeah, that to me seems interesting because you own the exclusive rights to it's, them, right? Yeah, but it's fair. Yeah, I guess. Like how, but how does that work? 
It's so confusing. But you could imagine getting paid for every time like that. Remember Homer Simpson going back into the bushes? Yeah. <laughs> like if you could like if you could get paid every time someone uses that, that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like one day. It's right now, everyone's yeah. just using it, right? It's like owning a domain of something. It's like yeah. being the proprietary rights of it, right? Right. right. Of it's, memes. It's so crazy. So it would be somebody would create the meme, and then they would own the rights <laughs> to it, or you can buy a meme and then own the rights to it, and then people have to buy them from you or rent them from you. Is that the idea? I, I, I know they were doing it with uh, sports highlights, with basketball highlights for a while. Yeah. That you could own a basketball highlight. Yes. And they were you would collect them like you would the old times you'd collect trading cards. That's like sports neat. trading cards. You could collect highlights. Yeah. Of like a really cool like slam dunk or a game winning shot, you would own that highlight. And, and that if anyone cool. ever used it or played it, you'd get paid? Uh, I don't I don't think there's royalties involved as much as like you just keep them and trade them and different ones have different values. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That seems a little too bubble bursty for me. I don't know if people <laughs> will invest in that long term, but That's... I thought the same of Bitcoin. Which how is Bitcoin doing, by the way? I don't know. Is that a thing still? Or oh, yeah. is it there's a new there's a new coin like released every week. Mm -hmm. But Bitcoin's doing quite well. Uh seventy seven thousand one hundred and twenty four Canadian dollars for one Bitcoin. For a Bitcoin. Yeah. And if let me let, I'll go back. Remember when we were working together? Yeah. Do you remember uh I do. Give me a day when we were working together. Like a, like a specific day? Like at Virgin. Like, give me a year. Well, I'll give you a 2013. 2013? August 2013. Mm, no, it wasn't. A, there wasn't such a thing. Okay. Uh, 2014. <laughs> no. Still. 2015. There you go. Okay. okay. So 2015, yeah. I was telling you about this. Yes. And uh, let's say November 20th, 2015. Yeah. We would have purchased a Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. When I was like, guys, we should really get into Bitcoin. I remember you saying it because there was like a store at West End that was selling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. $436.48. And I remember thinking, that's outrageous for, you know, for something I can't hold that's not tangible. On the 20th of November, that would be worth today, $76,675. Mm. So had we each bought a couple mm -hmm. or maybe a couple each. We'd be doing all right. That's 150 times. Your yeah, not models. bad at all. Well, there's a story from the uh, celebrity sports world uh, involving this. I don't know if you heard this. Tom Brady, who, you know, I think everybody generally knows is the winningest quarterback of all time. And at 45 years old or almost 45 years old, he's still the winningest quarterback. He just threw his 600th touchdown two weeks ago, which is quite the benchmark. That's incredible. 600 touchdowns. And um, the guy he threw it to, the receiver that caught the touchdown. Mm-hmm was excited because he caught a touchdown. Right. And he threw the ball into the stands just as celebration. And Oh, they were trying to get it back. And yeah, so a kid or something, or he gave it to, to somebody in the stands and the fan that got it, then the, the receiver went off onto the sidelines and somebody like a, a personnel person from the team or something said, that was Tom Brady's 600th football. Like he probably mm. wants that, you know, for his own collection. Sure. Um, what the hell did you do, man? <laughs> and so Tom Brady had to negotiate oh, no. with this fan. What did he have to give him? Do you know? So he gave him, and the fan was really cool about it because a fan could be like, nah, ah, right, and hold out for <laughs> one million dollars. Like, how much does this matter to Tom Brady? It's his sixth, like it's six hundred touchdown passes. Incredible. How many people have that? Probably no one. I think he's the only one. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, Tom Brady, ended up giving him, giving him. Two autographed game-worn jerseys, which on their own are probably like at least five ten thousand dollars for the value. Right. Um, the receiver that caught it gave him a jersey, an autographed game-worn jersey, and a shirt, like all these collectibles. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And on top of all of that, oh, season tickets for the next two years. Holy smokes! And on top of all of that, one Bitcoin. 
Oh, wow. Tom Brady gave him a Bitcoin. That's cool. To get right. this football back. And the guy gave the football back to him. But he, yeah, so it cost him. You know, this guy just got about, I don't know, $150,000, $200,000 worth of memorabilia and, and Bitcoin. What a day. For getting a yeah. football just handed to him. Well, he's, awesome. Yeah, he's the first first uh, NFL quarterback to hit 600. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible what he's done. At, All-time at, leader. At that age. He's that, still so likable, too. Yeah. Like, whenever yeah. I've, I've listened to a lot of interviews, and he's just like... Well, more so now that he's on a different team, and he's got more freedom to speak. Yes. Right, yeah. yeah. he's. I don't know. I, I really like the story of Tom. Like, I, I'm not a huge into sports, but yeah. I do love all the, like, the story lines of sports like a Steph yeah. Curry I love uh, listening to anything on Tom Brady like I like the best are. of the best yeah. of sports yeah. I like getting involved in all the riffraff you don't follow sports no. you just like hearing them speak and how they're wired differently than most people yeah just yeah. like the, what it takes to be Tom Brady like if you go into how he works out and how he eats yeah He's just like, oh, he's, okay, I can see why you're He's never had a best. strawberry. Isn't that the, the thing about Tom Brady? Was it he's, strawberries? Yeah, something like that. He's never had a strawberry yeah, before. Incredible the um, way he works. Speaking of sports memorabilia, this is just a, a, a memory from me. So years ago, uh, my wife surprised me for Christmas to a game to go see my favorite team in Atlanta. And oh, I remember that so trip. So we took a trip to Atlanta. And it was weird enough because it, we left on Boxing Day because um, it was a Christmas gift. We left on Boxing Day, and it was the day of the Detroit guy had a bomb in his shoe. Mm. Do you remember that? No. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I remember you. I remember it was hell for you. And we got to the airport in Calgary. We were flying out of Calgary, and we, our flight was Calgary, Minnesota, Minnesota, Atlanta. And we got to, uh, to Calgary, and we're like, Jesus, why is it so lined up? Because we hadn't been paying attention to what was going on, but they had obviously, there was a guy with a bomb in his shoe flying over Detroit or something like that, so they'd shut down and delayed a ton of stuff. So we, our flight leaving Calgary to Minnesota was super delayed, and the connection to get to Atlanta was like, hey, we had like 45 minutes. So it became very clear that we were going to miss our connection. Mm-hmm. And the game was the next day. And Kristen, my ex, is not the best traveler. She is a bag of stress when she travels. She doesn't like flying on a plane. It makes her nervous. And then she's just always worried she's going to be late. We're going to miss. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? Like, it's just always traveling with her is what is my next thing to worry about. Right. Right. Traveling with me is more like, "Eh, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You're completely like you just give up all control, right? <laughs> like there's nothing you can do. So we're late on getting on this plane. We're late getting into Minnesota, and we've missed our connection by several hours. And there's lineups, as you can imagine, people wondering how are they going to get their connections to their next flight. It's the holiday season. It's Christmas, you know. And um, she starts crying at the desk because she really put a lot of thought into this trip. And now the game was at 1 p.m. Eastern in Atlanta. And this is probably 2, 1, 2 a.m. And they say, well, we're sorry. There are no more flights to Atlanta until tomorrow. Um, but we're going to put you up in a hotel here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying at this point, as disappointed as I am, knowing we're going to miss this football game. I'm saying to Kristen, like, well, don't worry about it. We'll make the best of it. We'll go to the Mall of America here in Minnesota. We'll spend our, our vacation in Minnesota. It'll be fine. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It was like minus 40 in Minnesota. It's a horrible, horrible place. And uh, we get to this hotel. And then our only hope to get to the game in Atlanta is to catch a 6 a.m. flight. It's about 3 a.m. at this point. Fun. A 6 a.m. flight in Minnesota to get to Atlanta just in time to make kickoff for the game. And she's hell-bent that we got to get there. And uh, it's only standby. So there's no guarantee we're going to get on that flight. Mm-hmm. So we show up at the airport at you know 5 a.m. We check in and we're waiting on standby. We're waiting on standby. We get the final two seats. To get to Atlanta. On the plane. And we get to Atlanta, and the Atlanta airport is about the size of just Edmonton. Not Edmonton's airport. It's about the size of Edmonton. Right. It's the biggest airport I've ever seen. 
and you've got to take, you know, trains and trams to get to different terminals to get your life to all this. And then it's so far out of town that you've got to take the uh, the uh, transit all the way into downtown where the stadium is to get to our hotel to get drop a cab, our stuff for off. God's sakes. And then so we we get into the to the game about 2 minutes before kickoff. Nice. All right. Which is just kind of a long a side story to get to at the end of the game. I'm kind of waiting cuz I'm that guy. I'm waiting by the tunnel where the players go in afterwards. And I'm surrounded by a bunch of people that are fans and being like, hey, 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 hey. And a football player who I really admired, and it was his last game, he was retiring. He looked at me and he threw his game-worn glove. Was it CJ? No, it was not CJ. Oh, I like CJ. Um, he, he threw his, Ryan Denny was his name, he threw his gloves up to me. And I caught them. I caught the gloves. And what'd you do with them? Game-worn gloves. Now, they weren't autographed or anything. Did they stink? What a, oh, they were wet, and yeah, yeah, it was gross. It was gross. But it was like, holy crap, like, he threw gloves. That, that's such a cool moment. Right. Awesome. He just threw me gloves. Like, we're here in Atlanta on a trip, and I'm seeing my favorite football team, and a player threw gloves at me. It's awesome. And then there was a kid next to me. Oh, no. A little six- or seven-year-old kid in a Buffalo Bills jersey and a Buffalo Bills hat, and he traveled from Buffalo to watch his favorite team on Christmas. So I turned to him and I said, here you go, kid. Merry Christmas. Only one? And I gave, no, I gave him both gloves. You oh. hero. What'd the kid say? Thanks. He didn't care. Like dad, the did. dad The dad thanked me a lot. He's like, that's pretty cool of you. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And then the kid walked off and the whole time I'm like, I should run after him and let them brat. Back, get them back. <laughs> yeah. I felt good in the moment. Sure. It felt like it was the thing I had to do. But who are you trying to impress? Your wife? She's already with you. I just felt like, here's a little kid, and like if I was that little kid and a full-grown adult got a souvenir thrown to him, Mm -hmm. it means less to me than it does to a kid. Like, that kid will remember, he won't remember me giving them to him, Mm -hmm. but he'll remember that the player threw them up at him. And to be honest with you, I don't know if I kind of stepped in front of the kid right. to grab that's the gloves. Thing, to yeah. be honest, I, I kind of <laughs> yeah. think maybe that's uh, I did that, and maybe there was a little guilt. Like oh, I think those were intended for the kid. Yeah, because why right. would the f- football player throw them to you? To an adult, little when kids? I'm standing next to this <laughs> yeah. kid, right? Yeah, yeah. So I did that. That's nice of you. Yeah, that's a hero story. Yeah. I'm a good person. Yeah. Therefore, you should go on to the GoFundMe if it's still <laughs> open right now and donate as much money as you possibly can so I can get these stupid fingernails off. Yeah. All right, $2,500. Uh, we're recording this at just before 10 o'clock on Wednesday morning. Robbie, what's the GoFundMe at right now? The GoFundMe is at 320 Oh, shit. But no, that's people, not bad. People had transferred me some money, so I'm going to have to go through and, and put that on. So I think we're close to 500 Okay, I just got a transfer for 100 bucks for my friend. You did? Okay, so yeah. we're at like 600 bucks. We're I like a quarter 25, of the way. man. That's pretty good of me. Yeah, thanks, Dylan. I appreciate that. 25 bucks. Okay. Quarter you know, of the way. 25 bucks would that's a skip I'm not going to have because of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, if I can get these nails off, I'll invite you over for dinner. Ooh. As it stands right now, I can't prepare dinner. I understand. Okay? Yeah, I just have to chew not. my nails. That's all I could do. Which, Makes by the sense. way, Dylan, I know you're a habitual nail chewer. So bad. I, I will say this. If you got nails, and not this ridiculously long, two, two and a half inches, whatever I have here, yeah. but it really would help if you ever want to break the habit to just cover your nails in this acrylic. Because you can't do it? You can't do it. Yeah. If you'd ever want to break the habit, it's actually a really good technique to break the habit. My hands are in real rough shape because it's pomegranate season. Uh-huh. <laughs> what does that have to do with it? I don't know. Like this, is, look at my hands. Like they're all dirty. Oh and yeah. Like, they're, I don't oh, get it because they're in the water breaking off the pomegranate seeds. God, I like pomegranate seeds. I know you do. It's my favorite thing going. <laughs> you introduced me to pomegranates. You know that? Yeah. I never you, had a pomegranate seed before I met you. And didn't you not like them? Because I have find seeds. them very sour. Like they're bitter. Mm, I love That's a good, pomegranate. I love sour. So many good things that a pomegranate brings to you. Yeah. Juice.
Well, that's seeds. my chosen juice for special juice day. For Big Christmas. On Christmas Eve, the special juice oh, yeah, tradition that, that we do. Robbie hates this tradition up. more than I, anything. I don't hate it. I just find it funny that it is something because it looks like we the lamest tradition. We pack up the traditions. kids. We go to Safeway. <laughs> we all pick, Come on, kids. We juice go to time. the fancy juice section in Safeway and they all get to pick out their favorite juice and then we have it on Christmas morning for with Christmas breakfast. It's so nice. It's what so do nice. you do for Christmas breakfast? Do you make a big breakfast? Uh, yeah, I make something that I don't think in 2021 we can call it by its name anymore. Is it um, toads in a hole? No, no, because I'd co- I don't know what to- what's toads in a hole. I'd, what is that? I'd, I'd, it's like with an egg in, inside of the toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I call those birds in a basket. Birds in a basket? Huh? What is Where it? you take a piece of bread yeah, yeah, yeah. and you cut the hole out yeah, yeah, and put, and the put it in the pan and then you crack it. Mm-hmm. You call that toads in a hole? That's what I thought it was called. Yeah, I, th- I think well, what's like- the toad? The it, I, I'm gonna look it up. If I call like bird in a, a nest, hens, you call like, hens in I a nest. I call birds right. in a basket. All right, let me see. <laughs> toads in a, in a hole. What comes up? Yeah, the egg. The egg. Toads, a toad in a, in a hole is a sausage toad in a traditional English dish consisting of sausages and York, uh, Yorkshire pudding. Oh, so that's not toads like in a hole at all. Hollandaise sauce. But the picture is of what you're describing. Huh. Yeah, yeah. My mom used to make that. Toads nope. in a hole. Okay, what are you guys saying? Well, I don't Birds know. If in I, a basket? I honestly, I with all due respect, I'm not saying this to be offensive, but I've always known it as. Oh boy, I'm sorry, but this is the only thing I've ever known it as. I have a recipe card, and I'm the one that makes it, but it's called Lazy Woman's Breakfast. Oh, I don't like that. That's. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Can you call it something different? I, I think I have to now. I bet that's the only thing I've ever known it as. A wife saver? Wife saver. Wife saver. That's the name Christmas of it. Not lazy morning. woman. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. That, that's on you. <laughs> that is. Oh, a wife, wife saver. saver breakfast. But think about how chauvinistic that is. How Terrible. old school of a name that is. The Better wife than saver. lazy woman it breakfast. Is. You're right. Oh I, my God. I apologize. I got them wow. confused. I just looked up a, a site. There's 66 names for it. For what? Wife saver breakfast? There's got to be a better one. To- toad in a hole. Woman. Oh, for the for the eggs in a, in a bread. Yeah. Okay. Like, let's just forget all the egg in a basket, egg mm-hmm. in a thing. Mm-hmm. We got bird bird drop, bird's nest, birdie in a basket. I'm toad not in eating a hole. something called a bird drop. Ox eye egg, camel's eyes, elephant tracks. <laughs> so many different names. Elephant for it. tracks. Yeah, cowboy. <laughs> elephant tracks is doesn't make it. Rocky Mountain toast. Uh, yeah, it's, there's so many different names. All right. Anyways, but anyway, this lazy woman. Don't sorry, say the, it. The Stop wife, it. Wife saver breakfast is just like bread and egg, and it soaks overnight, and you put it in the oven, and then yeah, you have that for breakfast with your special juice. That's our Christmas breakfast. That's yeah. awesome around there. Yeah. Very I am for the first for time getting excited for Christmas, actually. Hey! Yeah. Okay, well, because last time you were in Rio. I missed Christmas last year. Right? So, I, th- yeah. I thought that the, what a time for you last year. Like, you miss your birthday, you miss Christmas, and you miss New Year's with your family. I did. So all three of those big, 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 big occasions, yep. while you're at your lowest... You had to sat there and go like, okay, I got to really appreciate those moving forward. Well, you know what? Christmas is kind of hectic. It was very relaxing. Right. <laughs> I didn't have well, to buy gifts. I, didn't do, I did buy one gift. You didn't have to cook anything. I didn't cook anything. It was kind of nice. Would you buy a gift? How'd you get a gift? I had ordered a gift before I left. Oh, okay. Um, I had a painting done. Um, listen, when you're kids, I didn't realize that this was a bad gift to give kids, Uh-oh. but it was a, the family, I was going to give them other things, but you know, I left to rehab, Right. but uh, the main gift I was giving my kids and I, our family was, I, I had a portrait done, not a portrait, a painting uh, by a, a pretty well-known artist in, in Edmonton named Jenny Keith. And uh, it's a painting of 
three animals. Oh, the giraffe. The, you, you know, like it's very, it's it, looks huge. Very, it looks very weird in my house. Like it's a, no, no, like, like it. if you don't know the story behind it, it looks kind of almost tacky mm-hmm. in a way, but it's, it's this giant, giant painting, huge painting because yeah, I've got it on, room. on a huge wall and it's of three feet, five feet, 10 feet. Eight, I think it's if I don't know the dimensions. Six eight. to eight, probably. Oh, that's yeah, big. That is like really eight, big. Eight, like tall, eight but it's feet skinny, tall it's and long. like four feet wide. Yeah, yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. Anyway, and she painted, uh, and she does animal paintings, and she painted uh, a giraffe, a monkey, and a cheetah mm-hmm. because those are. Uh, I'm the giraffe. Tyler's the monkey, and Riley is the cheetah. Why? Is those this? are our favorite animals. So it's a, a giraffe's your favorite. Yeah, and it's our family portrait. Interesting. In animal shape. I like that. And I got one done for Kristen, too, in a much smaller, and she loves a, a good red panda. Because, you know, every woman seems to love a good red That's panda. That's so damn cute. So then there is a red panda and a cheetah and a monkey at her house. Interesting. Yeah. That's really nice. And it was like a commission. Thing. It was, it's expensive, right? To commission an artist to oh, do a special sure. painting. But that was my gift to the kids. And I was so excited. So I was obviously in rehab. So I got my friend Scott to pick it up from this paint, this artist. I transferred her the money. He picked it up. Oh, what a pain he in the ass. He snuck it into Kristen's garage. And Christmas morning, we're FaceTiming. I'm in rehab. And they go down into the garage. And I go, here you go. And the reaction I got was pretty shitty. <laughs> to be honest. They're Aww. like, what is it? I don't get it. Oh. So then I had to explain the whole yeah. thing. Like, I just did and it kind of really took away from the magic of Christmas morning. <laughs> there you go. All right, fine. You guys get PlayStations. I don't know what the hell. Kristen, buy them something. Will you put up a tree early this year then? Because you you're notorious for hating putting up a tree and putting it up like one day before. Yeah, I don't like the work of putting up oh, the tree. Is the thing it's and the best. You know what my struggle is with the Christmas tree is Robbie. Do you put up a Christmas tree? Not anymore. In your place? No, no I alone, sold right? mine two years ago. Actually, how come yeah. you stopped doing that? That's why you've been grouchy. <laughs> No, I've just, nobody comes to my place. Two years without me. I, I, if no one came to my house, I would put one up guaranteed. If you didn't have a single visitor. I, I, I and you weren't spending, you were going to your parents' 100%. house for Christmas. You would still put it, up a tree? Yeah. I read an article the other day. I mean, this article comes out regularly, but it, those who put it up in November are happier people. Really? Because the, the lights, the, like the longer you can have the fest, I would have it year round. We were just talking about this the other day, my friend and I, I would have it year round if it didn't take away the magic of having it up. Yeah. So you yeah, get like you can only thing. have it like two three months in my opinion and it's got to come down. But like if 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 it didn't take away the magic, I'd have it all the time. I get uh, just overwhelmed and frustrated with my Christmas tree because I have got one of those trees with the lights that are built into it. Mm-hmm. That's the best. But it it has all these different plugs hanging all over that the place. Is, yeah, it's hard and to every, trace them. Every year I say I'm going to write down which goes into which, and then I never do, and I fiddle with it, and all day I'm and I'm scratching myself with those mm-hmm. fake needles, and I go, is it this plug? No, how come that row's not lit up? And I just and I'm starting I, to sweat, and I've got a red face, and I just can't. I wrote it down on a piece of tape yeah. and like wrapped it around ah, so that it, it does work. That's what I because I remember that frustration. And then and the other sucks. frustration is putting it back in the bag. Why don't they just make bigger Christmas they tree do. bags? There's, like I have, I have a Christmas tree bag that's like a hockey equipment for uh, a three four hundred pound man. This, I have ones with wheels. <laughs> yeah. This is heavy canvas really? bag, and I still can't seem to get. Every year there's a, it's like Jenga. You get a, you get a, mm. it's like a puzzle to get it in, and I forget every year how to get it in. Yeah, and all I need to do is go remember this time, and I don't. <laughs> Make a video for yourself. I do I that gotta, from time to time. Things I, I can't remember, I make videos I for myself. I scratch my eye and I can't use my nail. Don't. Oh, boy. Uh, take your eye right out. Right, there we go. Yeah, but yeah. nobody comes to my house. So you don't bother. We wouldn't have Christmas celebrations at my house at all. But just for yourself, you don't like to have it on? Um, I, I, I have a smaller place. 
there's not any room. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's not it's not that big of a deal to me. It's I'm actually going to be a very manipulative father this year. How so? Um, I'm keeping decorating for Christmas in my back pocket because I know how much my daughter loves it. And right now my daughter's not living with me. Mm-hmm. She's decided not to stay with me for a little while um, for reasons that uh, I wish I understood better, okay. but I'm trying to. And uh, so I'm I'm going to crack it out here in a couple weeks. And I'm like, hey. Why don't you stay with me this week and we'll decorate the house for Christmas? Oh, you're going to lie your way into having her stay. Well, not lie. I'm going to manipulate my way into manipulating and lying going hand in hand with me. No, because I'm not lying. We'll set up for Christmas. Okay, but you know, I got to make a. It's almost like blackmail in (laughs) a way. I think that yeah. Like, hey, if you stay here, I'm just I'm negotiating a deal. You stay, decide to move back in with me, then we can set up for Christmas. Well, and then after that week, if she decides to leave again. I just want her to go back onto the one week on, one week off schedule, which she's not on right now. Mm. Right? Yeah. That's tough. It's yeah. a very hard schedule. It it's brutal right now. <laughs> I was thinking, I, I had to talk with somebody um, who is from a divorced family. And the one thing that a lot of parents don't realize uh, well, by talking to her mm-hmm. is that like how crappy it is for the kids. When they're divorced, to go back and forth, right? Like, like you just think, like, yeah, I want them for a week, and 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 yeah. mom wants them for a week, and that makes sense, right? As parents, you want to see your child for a week. Yep. But how crappy it was! Like she was just describing, like how she hated living out of a bag constantly. Yeah. Hated every element of it, and like hated it and resented her parents because of that. Not because they broke up. Yeah. Because she she had to live. She felt kind of like she was never putting down roots. Right. And yeah. it's just like, uh, you guys decided not to like each other, and I'm the one suffering. Like yeah. You both get to live in your own houses with your own stuff and have your own lives, and you're asking me to go back and forth and back and forth. And she really got into it. And some of the stuff that we do talk about, right? And one of the saving graces is that Chris and I share a fence, so it's right. not hard to move the stuff back and forth. And she has a lot of her own stuff at each house. But yeah, that is something that she's just overwhelms her a little bit. It makes sense. Yeah. I never, I like, because I, my parents never got divorced. Yeah. Should have. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> it, it does they, help that you live close. Because yeah. same with me, it was week week to week, but it was a five minute walk if you if you forgot something. But did it suck? Like the, the way she was describing it, it was like the worst thing that it could have ever happened. I th- um, based I, uh, on that, I was like, "Wow, I, I never, I've never thought of it like that because I just, I've never had to do that." Mm-hmm. There were things that sucked about it, but like you'd, I, when I went to my mom's, for example, I know she'd have a lot of fruit on Sundays, mm-hmm. and and her pets were there. And then when we went to our dad's, like there were certain things you look forward to at each place. So there, it, it's not the worst thing in the world, but it is to this day. I think it's made me not comfortable staying in one spot. Like I can't wait to move out of my place right now. Right. Not just because of everything that's happening. With oh, really? Yeah. So renovations. Like okay. I don't like laying roots down almost. Yeah. Because of a childhood of going back and yeah. forth, you know, and I'm used to like being a nomad almost. Hmm. You know that's what interesting I mean? that you got used to it though. Yeah. But then eventually when we got older, it was nice to just go pick one. Right. You know, like I stayed at my dad's for a while, just when I was going to, to college and my sisters stayed at my mom's. So it was nice after. Well, like, that's coming as for a us. Team. That's their kids are going to make a decision on where they want to stay. Oh, how do you pick? And then how well, does a parent? The, do you that's go like, where the bribery comes in. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> you, you figured it out. Yeah. 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 yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks that you have to deal with that. I know. Part of uh, kids growing up. Yeah. Hopefully, it gets a little bit better though. So. Yay. Anyhow. I know you want to dedicate a portion of the after show show to sandwiches. Well, it's just a national sandwich day. I love talking about sandwiches. And Robbie declared earlier this morning, which I think he might be onto something. It's his favorite food of all time. A sandwich? Yeah. And I think he's onto something. It's a perfect food, really. Yeah. But then again, I I consider like a hamburger 
uh, a sandwich. Right. Right? Something with meat, cheese, sauce, pickles, bread, butter, mayonnaise. It makes sense that your argument you make, but Pepper, he's against it's it. It's one of the best things going. No, it's, I like a good sandwich. No, but uh, you say a hamburger's not a sandwich. Uh, I don't think a hamburger is a sandwich. But I, I don't know why. I just don't think it is. I think it's because it's round. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, mm. how else am I supposed to? But if you put a meat patty on two pieces of toast, like Dad used to do when we didn't have buns, yeah. Yeah. is that a sandwich? Mm, I guess, technically, wouldn't it be? I don't know. I just love all things. Here's what I'm going to say. Like. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to give you, you know, we like our lists around here from time to time. Mm-hmm. Feel free to argue them. Okay. Now I'm going to give you the top three sandwiches. Not necessarily as far as what you would like, but when you think of sandwiches, these are the traditional classic top three sandwiches. Okay. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. Give it. Peanut butter jam. It has to be. Has to be on that. I list, hate right? that it is though. That really does bother me. But you can't argue that peanut butter and jam isn't a top three traditional classic sandwich. A traditional, but not one of the best. Well, we're arguing, but those are two different lists. <sighs> and I do like a peanut butter. You put peanut butter, yeah, jam, and bacon sandwich. Yes. Your, or yes. peanut butter, honey, and bacon sandwich sure. is tremendous. See, oh, but yeah. what you're going to do, I already know what you're setting up for, and it's sucky. Mm-hmm. Because you, you got peanut butter and jam, and yep. then you're going to throw in uh, a grilled cheese. Yep. Because you have to. 100%. Yeah. And then you're going to end up with like a tuna, and that's going to ruin everything. Not a tuna sandwich. No, I was going to go BLT. Okay. Those are the three classic sandwiches. Now, it's tough because you're not saying a ham and cheese. Mm-hmm. You're not saying a roast beef and Swiss. Right. But I don't think those make the classic list. I think that's like the second tier of traditional sandwiches. I think <laughs> peanut butter, jelly, grilled cheese, and BLT are the three traditional sandwiches. I just don't see peanut butter, jelly as a sandwich. I see it more as a snack. Like, I don't see it as a meal. I know that there, maybe it was when you were three mm-hmm. or four years old. But yeah, I just, don't, I just don't like that one on the list. I can get with grilled cheese. I can get with BLT. I just don't like, it don't makes me mad. I know, but it's just so common. But wait, like how often are you as an adult having them? A peanut butter jam sandwich? Yeah. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Wait, like how often are you as an adult having them? A peanut butter jam sandwich? Yeah. Uh, I do have them often. N- name the last time. Uh, 10 years ago, probably. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have peanut butter, honey, and bacon sandwiches now is what I do. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 peanut butter, man, I, I love peanut butter. I don't think, like, peanut butter is one of those spreads by the spoon. that you kind of say, well, it's a little, you kind of might have outgrown peanut butter. I don't think you can outgrow peanut butter. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that. Nope. But it's a spoon spread now. Yeah, it's not the like same. Like, you just eat it with a spoon? Like, yeah, I do it I too. I do too. Yeah, I do it sure. too. But that's not my number one way I consume that's peanut butter. the only way yeah. I really consume it at this It's age. my number one way. Is with a spoon? Is yes. the number one way you eat peanut butter? Yes. Where else are you eating it, honestly? On sandwiches as, as a spread. Ten years ago. Stop it. See, but... The number one way you eat peanut butter. The majority of your jar of peanut butter is peanut gone butter. via spoon. That or in a sauce, yeah. Really? Those are the only two ways I get peanut butter into my body. I... Uh, odd smoothie. Yeah, I, uh, I don't oh. ever do that. I'm, I'm all over eat. peanut butter smoothies right now. I'm going through a real clumpy. thing. And if you get a good enough, uh, like I have the Vitamix. You need a real whizzer. It was, yeah. It's oh, a real nice. Uh-huh. It just tears it apart. See, I just keep a loaf of Dempsters in the pantry. Mm-hmm. So, and I just have a peanut butter, a piece of bread with peanut butter on it. That's pretty good. You fold that in half and dip it in chicken noodle soup. You get back to me. What? Uh-huh. Really? Oh, but God, yes. That's so dry. You just described the driest thing ever. Peanut like, butter. It's, yeah, I love it. You get a piece of bread. Complete spread protein. Thick peanut butter. Fold it in half. Uh-huh. Have yourself a, a, a bowl, either homestyle, Campbell's homestyle chicken noodle, or or those Lipton's packets, right? Mm-hmm, Salt mm-hmm. in the sack. Okay. Right? And you make that and you dip 
the bread with the peanut Ooh, butter in there, yeah. and it sucks up some of that broth, and you eat that. Mm, trust me. Trust me. I'm Was sure I wrong on Hawkins cheesies and French onion dip, Dylan? No. I'm not wrong on no. this one either. You weren't. I'm telling you. I'm interested in this because I've never done it. Mm-hmm. And uh, working in the restaurant, we don't really make peanut butter uh, sandwiches very often. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm very curious because my mom, I remember when we were young, maybe this was just a woke truck thing or is this a thing? A peanut butter and honey sandwich. Yes. That's a thing. Yeah. How the hell do you get the honey That's on the peanut have, butter I, and honey I, sandwich? I, I add bacon to it. Ah, uh, honey, I am yeah. so sick of honey. I just don't, I honestly, I like, unless you have that right little bear that you is. flip upside down and you can squirt out, which isn't the most popular honey out there. There's, there's so many different honeys now. Yeah. I just, that was a, a very common. Yeah. I, I can't spread my honey on my peanut butter. It's it's very hard to do. It's tricky. It's I know, but when, if you can manage it, a, a good thing to I, do, do you is melt it first. I, honestly, your, what do you, you do? Yeah, you heat up your honey, or you can put your peanut butter and your honey in a bowl. You stir it together. That's what you're doing. Okay. And then you spread it. Interesting. Yeah, that's one way to do it. That's interesting. Then there's also the traditional honey out of a honey pot with the stick with the ball on the end of it. I like this. There's but, nothing yeah. worse than dealing with honey. Yeah, that honey yeah. that sticks to it's a everywhere. spoon. Hey, and then it's a, you use another spoon to get it off that spoon. It just sticks to that spoon. Mm-hmm. Honey, honey, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love, I think my favorite is peanut butter and just butter. A peanut butter peanut and butter, butter, butter sandwich. Mm. If you haven't tried that, it's Jesus. something about it. Yeah. Is very, they work so well together. Well, butter should be I on wanna, I'm going to write this down for the show about peanut butter here. What about it? I want to know if, the, if adults are only, if the number one consumption of peanut butter is spoon and peanut butter. It's got to be. Is it? I don't think I many adults are having peanut butter sandwiches. I'm writing it. I don't you just feel write. weird doing that? I can't write right now. I just... Do you want me to email you? I can't pick up this paper. Email you pepper. What do you want Please, me to email to say? We did have a peanut butter debate on the show last week or the week before. About? <laughs> butter or peanut butter, if right, you can so only choose one. Yeah, and what, peanut butter won, right? I believe peanut butter yeah, won, yeah. yeah. No, butter did win. You're right, no, butter won. It was close. Just because it's so it much, much, overtime. Yeah. so much more diverse. Yeah, butter's yeah. got everything going for it, man. All right. I always, mm. oh, I love a butter. Yeah. Uh, please, that GoFundMe. How do I find that GoFundMe link again, Robbie, please? Uh, I posted it on the Kiss Edmonton Facebook page. Okay. There's also a link in our uh, Pepper and Dylan Instagram Ooh. bio. Oh, ship shape just gave a hundred bucks. You're at three hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, three hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. But then I still got to gather you. You need to send me the money that your friend sent you. Yep, we'll do. And I have so we're close six seven hundred bucks maybe. <sighs> I gotta get this off of my. I gotta get these off of my hands. It's like there's nothing else I can think about except these things. Although I, I will say in the twelve hour. Yeah, well, going on 24 hours, I'm about 20, um, 22 hours from getting Howdy. these put on. Uh, but I, I, in the 22 hours, I have started to adapt a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I can do another day of these. I've never seen you so flustered. Yeah. Irritated. It's just really difficult. Like, cut off your fingers tomorrow, Dylan, and see how you do. I don't want to do that. That's okay. dumb. Put them in a bag of ice, mm-hmm. and apparently you can attach them no problem. I don't want that. Mm. I don't like needles. It would seem like they need needles <laughs> to put them back on. I think you'd take needles if it meant saving all of your fingers. Probably. You're right. Yeah. It just seems like a lot. I don't want to like, have to deal with that. Like, of all the times you've opened your mouth and had to suffer the consequences, I've never seen you so... Uh, regret it so much. Yeah, like I'm normally all in on things, right? Okay, Whatever fine, it is. I'll pay the price. You've been I'll attacked by punishment. dogs, you've had spiders yeah. put on you, you've had labor simulators. Yes. All this stuff. Yeah. This is the worst I've ever seen It's you. just, it's a constant inconvenience. You were mad from the moment you walked in this morning. Not mad, I was flustered and frustrated. The whole time. Yeah, I was I agitated. thought you guys were fighting when I got in today. No, it's just, <laughs> I did. But it was just, it was, I was, I was activated and just... It, 
expressing with great exuberance the frustrations. Like, Dylan, you don't have any idea what I'm going through. Yeah. yeah, I had to do this and I had to do this. And you start laughing at my pain, which is kind of what you do. Well, because it's I the knew. foundation of our relationship is you laugh at my pain. <laughs> and, and you just saw it and you're laughing and laughing. And then so I'm telling you more and you're laughing more and more. And it's not getting me more frustrated. It's making me actually feel good because I'm venting about what the, the past eight hours were, eight, ten hours were. I just can't wrap morning. my head around why you couldn't see this. I really couldn't. Like, I don't under, like, I'm, I'm not psychic. I just knew everything you described. I was like, of course. And the weird, of course the, that would be hell. <laughs> the weird thing is, is the responses I was getting from people, from friends, from you guys, from people that were listening to this whole thing happen was unanimous mm-hmm. that it was a terrible idea. And I kept thinking, oh, how bad can it be? Right. How bad can it possibly be to have three-inch fingernails? Or in my case, I guess two, two-and-a-half-inch fingernails. How bad can it possibly be? I know. These people are exact. They're just trying to scare me. Mm. It'll be fine. Within 20 minutes, I hated my life. Yeah, I knew that was I was like, I, I hit a morbid depression at a point yesterday. Mm-hmm. Because there's, I can't wash dishes. And I... Does that drive you nuts? Not washing dirty dishes, dishes in the sink? Uh, I don't love it, but uh, it's not, not like you. Like, I just know right now I've got a sink full of dirty dishes. I, and they're just sitting there. And I know that they're there. Mm-hmm. And I've got my clothes strewn about the floor in my bedroom, just unfolded. <laughs> because I can't fold. I can't hang shirts. I can't put them it's on a hanger. It's a good life lesson, though, to be less anal. I'm just, but I just, it's sitting there going, get home, clean up, get home, clean up. And yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just embrace it for another day. Well, you're going to have to. Sure, twenty five hundred dollars. Well, if we hit twenty five hundred, though, I can take them off the minute we hit twenty five hundred. Like yes. if we hit it today at 100%. two o'clock, I can go and take them off. But right? the problem with that is mm-hmm. people aren't feeling the sympathy for you because they don't have a platform. Like, it's like when I walked to Calgary, people saw that and they're like, "Oh my god, he has to sleep on the side of the road. Oh my god, he could die. He's got to walk. He's got fifty pounds on his back." And I'll be honest, because I was watching the video that you guys just did. You released a video on Instagram, the Instagram yeah, yeah. And uh, I was part of the uh, the commentary. Mm-hmm. It really didn't look like anything was that hard. You were really just exaggerating how hard. I it was. wasn't exaggerating. This is my life. You're like, oh my god, Lena, I can't do this, and then you would do it. <laughs> and then so it's just like, well, what's this guy doing? Like you're not doing yourself it's any favor. I just want you to think about the little thing, like putting toothpaste on my toothbrush this morning. Mm-hmm. It was hard to do that. I don't doubt that. It's the easiest task in the world. I have to, I've used the restroom a handful of times. I've had to wipe. It was difficult to do that. It was, in fact, I won't say difficult. I will just say that I did not do a good job. Yeah. I'm feeling a little dirty right now. You know, I didn't put deodorant on today. Mm Mm-hmm. I I didn't. I couldn't put lotion on. Good thing I can itch. Right. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. Hence why... The whole time, I was like, what do you keep saying this for? But out of all of this, I do believe we have discovered a sweet little side business, right? A little side yes. hustle. Yes. yes. In yes. back scratching. Yes. That because right. the minute I touched your backs, the reaction that you had bordered on euphoria. Oh, it was and good. I, I'm t- like, I scratch myself and it feels great. I scratched oh. my special friend last night and it felt great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, it really turned her on, to be honest with you. And then, and then she looked at me with fingernails and said, good night, you know. But, um, <laughs> and then I scratched you, Robbie. Yes. And you got weak in the knees. It was so 
wonderful. I couldn't, I can't handle it at first. And then Dylan, you thought, oh, this is stupid. And then I touched you with yeah. it and you just, woo. I was it was fan. amazing. I was a big fan of it. So that. I really think that there's a business to be had here, much like massage therapists, scratch therapists. Mm-hmm. And this would be a vital device for them to have long fingernails like this. I just think you're not going to get the same price as a massage, but I, I mean, people would pay. Okay. I'd pay the same. Because I would love- you pay a hundred dollars for me to give you a thirty minute back scratch? If it was, if it was, if I could claim it on my benefits, <laughs> I definitely would because it is the one thing that completely melts away my anxiety and just makes me tingle from head to toe, and I can't think of anything else. It's a wonderful feeling. Yes, it's. I love it. It's the worst part about being single is you can't get a back scratch when you want one. Yeah, yeah. It's the worst yeah. part. Yeah, I mean, right? I have to rub against the door frame. <laughs> like a bear. Like a bear. Mm-hmm. Well, why doesn't your girlfriend give it to you? Well, if she's not around. Yeah. And women don't well, ask by, her to move in or if, if you're all by yourself, like you can't do anything about a back scratch. And there's nothing better than a good back scratch. Well, the women I've shown my naked back to, they don't, they don't understand that I love it so much. Like I would trade that for many, many a sexual favor. Oh, for sure. Right? Like what? It's, it gets me going so much and I love it so much. And they don't understand that. Like, they, they can't fathom it. I can't understand that either. A I, nice tickle and a nice scratch, Dylan. I, I, I mean, it's a bit erotic sometimes. It can be erotic, but it can also just be just a wonderful experience. I'd re- I agree with you, Robbie. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have a back scratch than a... No way. I, I think I would. No way. I think I Me would. Too. Yep. You guys are dumb. No, nope. nope. <laughs> no way. I, I think I would. Love it that much, honestly. I, okay. I mean, I'm not going to argue with your true feelings, even though they're wrong. I'm trying to think of what I would prefer over a back scratch. Sneezing is great. Back scratch is better than not sneezing. Great. Not You've said this sneezing for years. is amazing. No, oh, it's not. God, I love it. He goes back scratch, that thing, sneezing. Those are my top three. Sneezing's in your top three? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, it's too fast. It, it's over with way too fast. And it's not even good. I feel I'm so happy when I get a, a sneeze attack. I mean, not lately because you got to be careful where you are when who you're around when you're oh, sneezing. Oh, by the way, yes. Uh, speaking of sneezing, I didn't know what to do the other night. I was at uh, the Rogers place for the hockey game. Yeah, and I felt a sneeze coming on. Mm-hmm. And I'm in line at the concession stand, and I'm wearing my mask. Mm-hmm. And I sneezed in my mask, and the guy I was with is going like, "You're gross. What are you supposed to do?" You were gross because you sneezed in your mask yeah. or you are gross because you sneezed? No, because I sneezed in my mask. But well, I you thought, have to sneeze in your mask right now. Yeah, I covered my face and just sneezed into the mask. Ew! And then like, it, here it is. It's all over my mask. But like, I, what are you supposed to do? Of course that's what you do. You're in public. You got to sneeze into your mask right now. He said that's not what you're supposed to do. That's not what I would do. What are you supposed to do? Wait, you sneeze into your elbow? Yeah, I'd lift my mask up and sneeze into my coat. I am not making myself a target if I take my mask off and sneeze. Right? I am not doing that in public. See, I didn't know well, what to turn do. Away. Like, I would turn away from all people. But a mask is a built-in turn away. Yeah, That's but a- then you have to, it drips all over your face. What's coming out of your face when Muggers, you sneeze? Everything. No, only if you've got a cold. I was doing a high school presentation in front of a whole class, and I had a cold, and I sneezed, and I was fighting it and fighting it. You know that fight a sneeze, fight a sneeze? Mm-hmm. Right? It's like trying to hold off an orgasm. Eventually, it's going to win. <laughs> right. And I, I fought it and fought it and fought it, and I had this cold, this horrible cold, and I sneezed while doing a presentation in front of my social studies class, and I was covered in... My hand, like I put my hands over my face and yeah. I sneezed and I was covered and, yeah. I, and I stood there and only I could see it at first mm-hmm. right? because my hands were around my face and I could see it and it was there. It was like a <laughs> spider web. Ooh, that's like, gross, what man. What the heck do I do? That's gross. 
So I pulled away, and of course, eh, you guys. Well, yeah, I mean, what can I, you do? I, you can't do anything. You wipe it on your jeans and go about your day. That's <laughs> all true. you can do at that point. That's why you wear no, jeans. Dylan, you should not feel bad for sneezing. Okay, in your I just mask didn't know what to do. Game. I had no well, idea what I what to do. I noticed, though, that in the video you, you shared when you were at the hockey game of trying to start the wave. Yeah. And sharing all the food that you were eating. Yes. That you were wearing your mask at the hockey game. Yeah. And not a lot of people were. No. Were they more than half? Less than half? Uh, it's weird. When you're sitting, it's like nobody. Like, are you supposed to? Yeah, unless you're eating or drinking, you're not supposed to See, take your mask off. That's kind of silly. It, it's weird. It, it, the whole idea of the, like, the COVID rules are weird. Mm-hmm. Because like, you can be sitting amongst 15,000 people there, but you can only have 10 in your house or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't understand, but I know these 10 are vaccinated. And it's like, well, everyone's vaccinated. It didn't make sense to me. Right, right. I just kept it on when I wasn't eating for like, uh, just to make everyone else feel good. Right. Well, that's um, what the mask is for, to make other people feel right. comfortable. Yeah. But I, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I was eating pretty much the whole time. <laughs> so mask was down around my chin as I was just pounding back yeah. food. Like that's, I didn't, I don't understand this about like the gym. So you, you can, you're supposed to wear your mask unless you're working out. But mm-hmm. when I'm working out, I'm huffing and puffing and blowing things into the air more so than I am any other time. So I just, I did. You're like the big bad wolf. Mm-hmm. Well, because you're huffing and puffing. And that's when like most of the stuff is going to get in the air. Which right. one's a huff and which one's a puff? Which huff it, is out, isn't it? Your, your puff puff is out. Puff is out. So a huff is. And the yeah. puff is. I yeah, that makes so. sense. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. huff and I'll puff. Robbie, can you look into that? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, th- I think we've nailed it. I think for the first time ever, we all just agreed. Boom, why like did the wolf have to argue that he was like, uh, declare that he was going to huff? Because you can't puff without the huff. Well, he's going to huff and puff and blow the place down. What do you, okay, well, we know you're going to huff. Because uh, you said you were going to puff. What are you going to puff without a huff? No, we, you have to say it. Is I'll it, huff and I'll puff? Yes. I'll huff and I'll puff. Was he going to huff, huff? Well, no, no, he's not going to huff. You got to huff to puff. It's almost like you don't need to say you're going to huff. Yeah. We know you're huffing because you're puffing. I get it. Right, Robbie? Uh, that's what I would say. Um, wolf I, wasn't very efficient. No wonder he couldn't blow the brick house down. Well, I was built well. He was that's probably dizzy thing. from all the huffing. Probably. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a good thing when you huff. Isn't it when you, you huff when you're doing uh, yeah. Zippos or what are those things called? What? Glue. <laughs> no, you what huff glue. What? Yeah, you huff glue. Because you're... <gasps> yeah, huff, that's what I'm finding. Huff is inhale, puff is exhale. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. It, it just seems redundant here. that the wolf had to declare that he was huffing and puffing. What are the things I'm called? Uh, not Zippos. Whippets. Oh. What's a oh. whippet? When you, when you huff CO2. Right, right. What? It's not good for you. No, I'm not saying do it. I'm just saying that it's a thing. Like uh, a lot of people would, uh, like Steve-O was famous for being a, right. a huffer of the, the, what are they, whippets? Yeah. Something like that. Um, it's a, I've seen this on My Strange Addiction. People addicted to just compressed air. Right. And stuff like that. Yeah, right? because it gives you some sort of weird high. Really? Yeah, I, let me look into it before I start. Yeah, it seem to be pretty hard up for a weird high if you're. No, it's apparently, well, I don't want to say that either. Huff yeah, it's <laughs> uh, whippets. Is that what it, they're called? Whippets? I've heard that. Yeah, and I know. I'd like, I've heard that Stevo did. Because you, yeah, had, the dangerous side effects of whippets. This is like from whipped cream is where they would get it. Uh, this mm. this is from Vice. It's also a can of whipped cream. Whippets. Yeah. God, I love a good can of whipped cream. So you mean if I shoot whipped cream into my mouth out of the can, that's bad for me? It, no, inhalation like more of than it, just a calorie level. Cause, no, because they weren't trying to get the whipped cream. They were just trying to get the nitrous oxide. Oh, it's the gas uh, that is in the whipped cream. Apparently, it yeah. 
it's it gives you a high and it's really bad for you is what I'm reading right now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> avoid that. Yeah, don't do that. But that is huffing. That is inhaling, puffing, and like a puff of smoke. There's you know, a weird kid yeah, that I went know. to junior high school with that would uh, breathe <gasps> really fast, and then he would put his hands around his neck and make himself pass out. Oh, yeah. Kids used to do that all the time. Okay. They did it with belts, too. Very oh, dangerous. Seems like oh. a dumb thing to do. Oh, yeah. It was really dumb. Yeah, but it was we, you had to experiment. I think we all did that. I've never done it because I was you scared. My mom always said, keep bags off of your head and don't put belts around your neck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, not with a belt. But we'd, we'd choke each other out. And <laughs> Why? Because it would make you dizzy and feel different. That's all. Yeah, because you're dying. <laughs> yeah, but you'd wake up after, and it was neat, and you'd get lightheaded. And be like, Whoa, you'd dude. choke each other out. All the time. Really? All the time. <laughs> I'm not kidding, yeah. All the time. Like, yeah, like every now and again. <laughs> you said all the time. Like, it was like every week, that's what you guys did with each other. So I can't, I, uh, probably 10 of my friends we've done it with. Have you ever uh, passed out? I'm well, talking junior high, though. Yeah, I've passed out. Like no, passed out drunk? No, 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 not like passed out drunk. Like, have you ever... Um, Make yourself pass out. Like, I've had a couple of... Pla- yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you faint? Or yeah, 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 yeah. That's a feeling. Yeah. That's a... Like, I would never want to do that to myself. Yeah, but when you're, you like to experiment as a kid. I've only done it... I've only passed out twice. Once I passed out on a nurse during a needle situation. Mm-hmm. Me too. And once I got punched right out. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That was neat. Neat. Because you never know. Like, do you know what it's like to be knocked out no. from a punch? No. No, neither did I. Learned that night. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were what you did drunk? you do? I was drinking, but I wasn't like drunk. And uh, Did this, you deserve it? No. I mean, was this that guy, when you were bartending? No, I, I wasn't. I got in a fight when I was bartending. No, it was my first night in Toronto, and one of the guys took me out uh on, on the town that night and we were out we were in the beaches which is this nice area we were at a local pub down there and this girl kept like she was hitting on me but she was there with a guy that was like you could tell wanted this girl for years mm-hmm. and he was just sitting there and he's watching her hit on me and I'm just being friendly and nice and I'm, I'm looking her right in the eye and he's in the corner of my eye and he just reached over the table and punched me square in the face Come on! Man. I didn't. I didn't know what had happened because I woke up and there was a bunch of girls around me saying, "Don't fight! Don't fight! Don't fight!" And I was like, "What? What part of me looks like I'm fighting? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm on my back on yeah. the ground? I would call this a fight, right?" And it, but it was like it was wild to get knocked out like that. It was neat. You thought it was neat because you came too and you were all lightheaded and you felt different, right? I guess. I mean, I didn't love the fact that someone punched it, me out. It felt like waking up from a dream almost. That's what it was. And it's so weird like because I was on the ground. back into real life. So that's why you did it? That's why we, yeah, it was just different. <laughs> uh, why else do you, like, that's why we tried smoking. We wanted to try it because it gave you a funny feeling. I guess. All this stuff. Yeah. Right. You guys should try long fingernails. You want a real rush. You go ahead and do that. That is wild. <laughs> All right. Get it out there one more time. Where, where are we at with the GoFundMe right now? Listen, we're going to have a, we're going to run into some problems today because um, the show's over. Yeah. We ha- honestly had five to 10 minutes to even talk about this on the live show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, we might, it might be tough to get to 2,500 today. We got You got to figure something out. But you out. have all day tomorrow to talk about it on the show. But I want them off now. I mean, I know. I don't know what to tell you. This is Robbie. It hasn't gone up since we started. Well, it went up 20 bucks since we started the podcast. We're at 340. Okay. Well, nobody's hearing this podcast in real time, so maybe it'll go up after. Please, if you're listening put, to this podcast, I'll put it in the we details of the podcast. You, but we just, please, just please, 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 just donate a little bit of this because you're helping out the Win House 
and you're helping me get these goddamn nails off of my hands. It, it is awesome that the um, Aaron from the Windhouse was listening. It's very nice, right? And we get to match it. That's the big the, thing. Is her donor. We raised yeah. 2500 There's a donor that it, will match and give another 2500 So it's 5000 for the Windhouse, which is awesome. Which would be incredible. Yeah. Got to feel pretty good about yourself, hey? I will once I get these things off. They're like talons. <laughs> I can't... Also, it'll have uh, GoFundMe's try, trying to fly me out to Toronto and, and feature well, me in some yeah, sort of let's, a thing. Let's spin a minute, because I wanted to bring this up on the live show, but I know that you're uncomfortable with it. And But GoFundMe reached out to you. Tell us the story. What exactly happened here? Because I, I, I think this is a real, like, quite a point of pride for you, Robbie. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so the, the people at GoFundMe is teaming up with Narcity. And What's Narcity? Narcity, you probably would know just, they, they're kind of like a viral blog. Okay. I guess so. If you're on Facebook, you'll see a lot of things shared through Narcity. They just they it's like they just try to make things that go viral. Okay, um, and they're teaming up just for the uh, for Canada's most um, go <laughs> people who have done a most, lot with GoFundMe. Okay, and they wanted to feature me as one of the top people in Canada because you're for, one of the best fundraisers going. Which I find that hard to believe. Really. Yeah, because I, I like yeah, we've done a lot of the because uh, you have your own GoFundMe account, and that's how we run all the fundraising through the radio right. show so is all, through your GoFundMe account. All the extreme challenges with A and W, even the ones like uh, that you two went head to head with the right. ten thousand dollar walk to uh, to Calgary. That was a couple of years ago. There's a car money you raised for yeah, a car, wasn't that, there? That, that was all in the past. So I, they were mentioning from the year. Okay. So I'm just let me find this email, and I talked to the woman the other day. Very nice woman from GoFundMe. And I just let her know, like, listen, that this, I might not deserve this as much. Well, here, as I've got people. the email here, Robbie. Oh, you've got it? Okay. It says, hi, Robbie. It's much deserved, and we'd love to have you be a part of it. Okay, so let me scroll down a little bit here. That's, so that's, this that's is it. From Amy. Amy hi, yeah. at GoFundMe. Hi, Robbie. My name is Amy, and I'm reaching out from GoFundMe. We are partnering with online publication Narcity to highlight the most generous people on GoFundMe in Canada this past year, and we'd love to highlight you as one of them, uh, given the fundraisers you've started. We know times have been tough, and many people have been affected by the pandemic, racial injustice, and environmental disasters, and admire how you've stepped up to start fundraisers for people and charities who need it most. This feature story will shine a light on the kindness we see across Canada every day. The article is scheduled to go live this holiday season, so please let me know by this Thursday, the 28th, if you would be interested in the possibility of being featured. If you are interested, we can follow up with additional details. We hope to hear from you soon. Um, so that... that line is passed, Robbie. Yeah, yeah. You, what, but you tried I, to talk your way out of it? Well, I got back to her. I'm like, hey, I, uh, I appreciate... I, it's an honor to be considered. Um, let me know what I need to do. So she sent me another email, and she was... She sent me all these dates that they're flying people out to Toronto for a photo shoot and this whole to-do... Oh, look at this! With GoFundMe. Look at this. And to be featured in an online article, to participate in a short interview about yourself, and to be flown to Toronto for a physical photo shoot, travel and accommodations provided. Yep, yep. One night stay in Toronto. Um, so I, I, I just gave her my phone number, and we talked on the phone. Okay. And I said, listen, I'm very... I'm flattered. That's amazing. But you need to know, like, I work... At a radio station, mm -hmm. I have a platform like other people don't. I don't uh, know if I necessarily deserve. Yeah, really, just oh, raising to money have is raising this. money, and Would that's you, what she said. She's like, no, I, I don't think that's a problem. I mean, you've still done a lot of good. Yes, unless you're just the person posting <laughs> the the links, and it has nothing to do with you. No, I'm like, oh, you no. drive all that stuff. So I gave her a bit of the a bit of the background, and I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I just, you know me, I'm not a, I don't like photo shoots. I know, I don't like being in the spotlight. I know. 
And I told her, if there's any way I could be featured and not have to fly out for a full day photo shoot. And what was her response to that? It's like, oh yeah, well, uh, let me just talk to the people and see see what we can do. Okay. So that I talked to so, her on Monday, you know what, I Dylan, believe. Yeah. Dylan, by me pl- pleading to get these nails taken off by raising money, mm-hmm. I'm actually helping you out, Robbie. There you go. <laughs> by increasing your GoFundMe reputation and profile. It's true, you are. Think about it that way. Well, let's see if we can't get them off today so you shut up. Oh, please get them off. I'm sorry if it's getting uh, uh, redundant or monotonous or fatiguing hearing about it, but it's like, it's just one of those things, you know, like I just can't get past the fact that I can't do anything for myself. This is how it's going to be when I'm 65, 70, 75, 80, yeah, uh, 85. Yeah. This is, you're, you're looking at senior life early. Oh. <laughs> Fun times ahead, hey? Yeah. Uh, Patty, Patty Puff just posted the video of you doing your everyday nail things mm-hmm. <laughs> you just look you look so helpless you're like a toddler I feel you can't helpless. do anything i feel absolutely helpless can't even peel a i banana. couldn't open a can of uh, bubbly <laughs> well, i couldn't open a can of bubbly i was so thirsty good I was for you so thirsty all i wanted was a good lime bubbly last night i couldn't open a can bubbly of bubbly doesn't help thirst mm, it's water mm, no it's not it's, it's delicious not, it's bubbly yeah, I think it's been proven that it's, it, you should not count that as your total daily intake of, of water. Bullshit. No, it's no. true. There it is. You used it. You are done now? There it is. Yep. Good. We're done. There you go. Uh, what are you going to label this after show show, Robbie? It was just a random 45 minutes of nothing. Well, as, I, as we talk, I always take notes. Do you want to hear? Yes. Tom Brady talk. Uh-huh. Pepper's touching football memorabilia story. It's a touching story. What Cri- a good guy, huh? Christmas traditions. The life of kid of divorce. Sandwich chat. Peanut butter chat, fake nail chat, <laughs> back scratch chat, huffing and puffing, and Dylan's knockout story. Perfect. Right on. All right. Sounds good. Or just put the GoFundMe link there and let's get this damn and thing over. You got it. All you right. got it. Thanks for listening to the After Show Show. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Weekday mornings on KISS 91.7.